welcome to Thursday Live Lessons. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. I am your instructor for today. I will be answering any and all of your questions. Joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice Nakamura. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? Mr. Kahai, the legend Fergan. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? So the guys are here. Like I said, we're going to be answering any and all of your questions uh, that we get here at Ukulele Underground via emails, via phone calls, via texts, via, hey, uh, my auntie was asked, wonderful, wonderful ask, uh, how do you make that beef stew, Kahai? Mm, God's What's... big save. <laughs> <laughs> make the big save guy make it. Home <laughs> <laughs> market Mondays. <laughs> I just had big save beast too. So yeah. you know, I uh, my my mother in law visited like a couple months back, and she made beef stew, quote unquote beef stew. And I'm like, this is not beef stew. It is good. It's not like it wasn't good or anything. But it's just like, where's the you tomato? Just... It was like tomato sauce. But like, I guess in the mainland, like beef yeah. stew. Is brown. <laughs> I just what? It's like a beef, uh, like kind of gravyish, yeah, like beef soup. I just it was you know it was like the weirdest thing. I guess I've never had actual beef stew. I've already had like Hawaiian beef where's, stew. Where's the Portuguese sausage inside? Of this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, stuff like that. Are you are you going super local? <laughs> <laughs> Right on, guys. So Thursday live lesson, like I said, we try to answer any and all your questions. Um, Kahai is going to uh, say the questions to me, and I'm going to try to answer them as best as I can. And all three of us collectively will try to come up with the best answer just for you. So Kahai, let's go uh, with the first question. Yeah, uh, this is a two-parter from Paul. Oh, okay, I love these. Yeah. Uh, so, and th- this one was sent last week. Okay. But we got it at the very last second, so we couldn't ask it last mm. week. Um, so he said, I have a question about the anchoring discussion that you had okay. the week before. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, as background, I would also call myself a floater as I rarely anchor. Yeah. But since I mostly play arpeggio style pieces or straight strumming at the moment, it's probably not a big deal as there's mm-hmm. not a lot of hand movement to mm-hmm. get out of position with. Mm-hmm. If you have some tips of some good songs to practice when an anchored style really makes sense, then I'll give it a go and mm-hmm. see if I can get the hang of it. At the moment, it feels weird. Okay, um, so just right out of the bat, we got to kind of clarify some stuff. Like the anchoring thing is, um, you know, it's just a suggestion, just one way to do finger picking. It's not yeah, like, so oh, so what, what is an anchoring? So anchoring is like using your pinky. Usually your pinky, you can use whatever finger and stuff. Usually your pinky, um, you anchor it down like this. So you place your pinky down on your fretboard. It's hard to no, see. On the sound oh, sorry, on the soundboard. Yeah. Uh, you place it down like this. And, um, and that's kind of anchoring it down, okay? So you, the rest of your fingers, you have four fingers right here on your four strings, you know? Um, you can kind of play, uh, use finger picking for those four strings. You'll necessarily need five fingers kind of, you know, um, always on the go with your ukulele. That's just one way to play it. Um, a, a lot of people, you know, like um, he said he called himself a floater, which is, you know, like uh, it's kind of floating like this where... None of your fingers are anchored down on the soundboard. You kind of have all five fingers up here in the air. So whether you're using three, four fingers, two fingers, two finger pick and stuff, it's just kind of floating like this. Um, the reason why I gravitate towards the, um, the anchor down one because like I mentioned earlier, I have four fingers. I don't you know, I don't have five strings. So having five fingers on these and stuff doesn't you know, it's not really necessary. So I don't you know, I, I don't use the, the floating technique because of that. Also because it keeps it at a good position. All right. We're using the um using the anchoring method like this will make sure that if I you know if I pick with my thumb 
it'll stay there in place. See how steady my hand is if I use my pointer finger? Ring, uh, uh, ring finger, middle finger, whatever I want to use. I don't normally use four fingers to pick anyway. I only really use three, so even more so of a reason. But even if I use my ring finger, every time I pick, notice my hand, it kind of doesn't move. It stays stationary. So that means I'm always going to, uh, going to land correctly. If I'm doing this, there's a chance my hand is going to move. See? I'm trying to keep them as, uh, as steady as possible, but there's, sometimes there's just no helping your hand moving, and it might move out of position, so you, you know, I, I run the risk of kind of missing one of the strings and stuff. Not a very high risk, so this technique works uh, with, with a lot of people, especially people who've kind of um, gone through like guitar, like kind of played guitar before and stuff, and I'm... I'm starting to think and I'm willing to bet that it came from, you know, like somebody who uh, was proficient with guitar or was proficient with uh, with banjo or things like that with, uh, with finger picking kind of, you know, kind of do, uh, kind of went over to this. It's like, it just makes sense. Yeah. And it's not like it's wrong. So that's the one thing I got to clear the air. It's not wrong to not anchor your finger. It's just a totally different style to do. Yes, go ahead. Uh, to clarify, you're, yeah. you meant that uh, the... The floating kind of style came from yes, guitar yes, or yeah. banjo. Yeah, yeah, guitar, banjo, and stuff like that. Like stuff that would uh, would require a lot of finger picking. And uh, you know, for for ukulele, you know, since we're not a banjo, we're not a guitar, and stuff, we just kind of evolve and uh, and figure out different ways to uh, to do a technique, a finger picking technique, and stuff. So. Um, Growing up, it was you know it was uh, it was kind of normal to kind of plant your pinky finger like this. There was no words like anchor or, or anything like that. These are words that we all you know just created, kinda, just kind of made. Came up like with, <laughs> we came up with. What there, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. there's no such thing as chunk or whatever. You know, like these are all things that we created. So growing up and kind of playing the ukulele and uh, and especially. When I grew up, there was a lot of that, like, um, Creative Boys kind of style. So, Troy Fernandez himself kind of used a, a lot of this, like, finger picking style techniques, and, um, you know, and kind of slacky ish, right? So, kind of planting your, your pinky finger just ensures that you're never out of position. Um, that doesn't mean that if you don't do that, that you will be out of position, because, you know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't ensure that, it, it, you know, that. Uh, that you're going to be out of position just because you don't anchor your fingers. It's just a style. It's kind of like, you know, I wear my hat forward. Some people wear their hat backwards. It works. It's whatever. You wear your hat however you want. It, you know, it, if it works for you, it works for you. Now, if you would like to try the anchored way of, of doing so, so we got that out of the way. It's not wrong. Floating your fingers, not wrong. Anchoring your fingers, not wrong either. So they're both like a style of finger picking. Okay, now that we got that out. Uh, if you would like to experiment with the anchoring style of, uh, of finger picking, I would um, I would say just take any of the songs that you already do with your you know with your floating style quote unquote of uh, of playing ukulele. Take any of those songs and um, and just anchor your you know anchor your pinky finger if you would like to try that out. There's not like a oh I'm sorry about that I gotta mute my mute my phone <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, with with any, it's basically exactly the same thing. The only difference is that you're um, taking your pinky finger down here and making sure that you don't go out of uh, out of position. That's really it. That's the only reason why we um, why we anchor our pinky finger down for the people who do anchor and stuff. And um, 
there's other anchoring techniques. Um, there's an anchoring technique for uh, for tremolos. There's a lot of you know. There's a lot of reasons why we we anchor our fingers. Uh, so if I were to do an anchoring technique with the uh, with the middle finger to do a tremolo, and that just ensures that my thumb is always in the right position, so that when I move my wrist, it'll come out for that tremolo. So there's there's reasons why we do anchors, but you don't have you don't have to do them because I can just kind of go like this. No anchor of any sort, and it'll work. But for me, this just seems a little bit uh, risky because I might, you know, I might go out of position doing this. I might hit the E string. You know, that's just me. But it's not like it's not it for everyone. You know, it's just like um, like something that works for myself and a lot of other people. A lot of people anchor their uh, anchor their fingers, but we like to teach it here on ukulele on the ground because that's kind of what I do. Um, but we're not saying. That you know, floating is is wrong or is bad or stop floating your fingers and you know do do that. Totally up to you. But if you do want, <laughs> if you do want to um want to learn, want to experiment, yeah. There's there's no like specific like oh give me a song that would be good for this technique and stuff. Any of the songs that you already do with your floating uh, with your floating hand, you can uh, you can try those out with your uh, you know with your new kind of anchoring hand. And I love that you're trying both you know both ways because. You just never know, you know. There might be a song that, like, a floating hand might might be a little bit difficult, you know. And because uh, not every finger picking is going to be a pattern, and that's that's the thing for me. If it was a pattern, and I just kind of do, you know, like um, the same exact strings, hit the same exact strings every single time, maybe a floating one would work for me. But because I have to, you know, I have to kind of mix it up every now and then. Me anchoring my pinky finger here is really, really, really important to me so that I am accurate with the, with the strings that I hit and that I'm always in position when I need to. All right? So, yeah, to answer your question, take some of the stuff that you're already doing, practice that with a um, with an anchored finger. What do you guys think? Sorry, I'm going to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I think, too, um, the anchoring helps... A lot when you're standing up too. Yes, you yeah, know, if, yeah, you're, yeah. if you're sitting down, it doesn't really matter because your arm isn't gonna move that mm. much, your hand isn't gonna move that much. But mm. if you're on stage and you're kind of moving around, like anchoring will just make sure that you're right where yeah, you need to be. That's 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 a very yeah, good point. Yeah. So if you're not if you're not standing, if mm. you're not mm -hmm. moving around yeah. on stage, then you can do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah. It's probably gonna your hand is probably gonna stay yeah. stationary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I, especially for like you know your the way My that style, you, yeah because yeah, you perform it's pretty aggressive and I move around a lot and stuff yeah it's like, it's like so the, just the anchoring down just make sure make that your sure hand stays, stays in position where it needs to be. Yeah. But um, I get the same like kind of a comment with like oh should I use four fingers instead of three? Yeah. It's just really all like personal preference and yeah. different styles of, of of playing the ukulele. One style is not better than the other or one style is not wrong where the other style is correct it's just a different way of playing mm -hmm. um you know we have uh we have some students here that play with their like with their middle finger and i'm not about to be like hey stop <laughs> stop doing that <laughs> I think like if they're comfortable with doing that yeah. then that's that's just how you're gonna do it you know like i would like them to incorporate their their other fingers or whatever start to kind of get used to them but i'm not gonna be like hey ooh, that's wrong you know the kind of that's kind of like telling um Who's that guy with the uh, with, with with the thumb? He used to do like like uh like he's he's the dude that did the um like the parallel octaves with with the electric guitar. Kind of started using his thumb. I can't believe I forget. <laughs> I'm forgetting his name now. 
Anyway, there was like a jazz. Uh, there was a jazz guitar player that like um was uh, was kind of using his thumb because he didn't want to wake people up. You oh. know, like yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I right. <laughs> I can't think yeah. of his name right now. Isn't it who wrote like Sleepwalk? Um, Is it? I don't. Valos uh, Valis? No, 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 not Richie Valens. It's, it wasn't Richie Valens. It was somebody. I forget who. But yeah, it's like it's like this kind of thumb technique and stuff. And most people would be like, "Hey, that's like that's kind of wrong. Like, don't do that." But that's that became kind of his signature, you know, signature style, his signature tone and whatnot. So don't be afraid to kind of play ukulele, however it's calling out to you to play it. Yeah, uh, Alan said that uh, my guitar teacher told me to yeah. stop anchoring, yeah. uh, and it results in more uh, movement in the ring finger. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's also a thing. Is it's a guitar uh, thing? Yeah, yeah, and I've <laughs> I've I've heard that too, where yeah. uh, classical guitarists will will normally teach you not to, not to. Mm-hmm. put your mm-hmm. pinky down, mm-hmm. like they don't want your or your pinky floating even mm-hmm. they, they want it curled up and for you to mm-hmm. kind of have it like with yeah. your other fingers too yeah um but like and they're very accurate you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. and with with yeah. six strings like all five fingers all, mm-hmm. are that are makes important. sense that makes sense but but somebody who does do that with guitar is yeah. like andy mckee he mm-hmm. he and anchors yeah and he pe- people call him out on that they're like mm-hmm. oh he's really good but why is he doing yeah. that and he's like well he didn't learn classical guitar he learned <laughs> Like just a regular yeah. steel string, yeah. Um, yeah. Steel string finger picking. So yeah. it, and and I think too with the uh, ukulele, that's the thing you'll you'll probably see is if somebody uses their ring finger a lot for mm. finger picking, mm. they might anchor less because it mm. is like a kind of a stretch to yeah. both put your pinky down and use your ring finger. Yeah. Uh, and where if they use their just their thumb pointer and middle, mm. then you might see them anchoring more with both their ring and their ring yeah. uh, and pinky finger too. Yeah. Yeah, so, so there's no like right or wrong way really to uh, to. <clears throat> I mean, I guess there is a wrong way to like to play and do things, but um, the different styles. It's really just like a style. If you want to float your fingers and stuff, totally do that. If you don't want to, if you want to, um, if you want to anchor, I myself got proficient at both. Like I can do it, you know, with with kind of floating, like I said, but it's not as accurate for me that to to do that, especially live, you know, or if, mm-hmm. if I'm playing on stage and stuff, I would wouldn't really resort, um, you know, resort to this if i'm playing on stage it would almost always be um anchored just to make sure that i have control over where my fingers are going to be on the right side i think uh a song and yeah like if you're you're kind of just doing arpeggios throughout mm-hmm. the whole song it probably isn't totally necessary necessary for That's you true. to anchor because yeah. you're you're yeah, if you're not moving, you're too just much. playing the same things over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, and then the order doesn't matter that much. No, I mean, no, no, no. it, it yeah. kind of does matter, but it, you know, if you're just arpeggiating the yeah. chord, mm-hmm. the order of the strings that you mm-hmm. played doesn't yeah. matter as much. So. Yes, yeah. and like, it's I mean, it's still I, gonna sound good because you're just playing the chord. Yeah, I mentioned it right in the beginning. It's like it the the whole like you know like floating hand thing. Yeah, it's probably like some guitar players. So you know, with uh, with Alan telling says these guitar teachers telling him not to do that. Yeah, that but makes then, sense. Yeah, that makes sense yeah. for guitar. But then he says that his other ukulele teacher tells him to anchor too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, that's it's, a uke player yeah. telling you to uh, yeah, yeah. to do that. It's yeah. just <clears throat> really it's two different styles. It's that's that's what it is. You just have to take a look at it as two different styles. Someone's gonna tell you like, hey, don't wear your hat backwards. Like, this makes sense. Like, the visor's supposed to like protect you from the sun. Mm-hmm. And you know, another guy's like, no. Put it in the back. Your yeah. neck might get sunburned. I, I, I need it. In, I need it backwards in order to draw draw my bow. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, who's that? <laughs> yeah, I, I wear a hat and I, I gotta put it backwards because no. the string won't come to no. my face. It won't go Ash far enough. Ash Ketchum over here yeah. has to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And his archery skills. <laughs> I, I, I legit, I can shoot okay, but I, sometimes I do like, I'll stop and turn it backwards because I'm like, I'm shooting terribly right now. Yeah. With I was the, telling, uh, Kai about over the top. It. That movie, like yeah, from the, yeah. From the that's 80s. exactly what I yeah. said. Oh, really? Yeah, when he when he told me that he had to put his hat backwards in order to we to made the same archery. 80s reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and Kahai is like younger than us, so he didn't know like, what the movie I, was about. Well, I just knew it from Aldrin, yeah, telling me. Yeah. yeah, over the top, over the top. Sylvester Stallone. I mean, for those people who don't know, this the, our my best synopsis is is a man trying to fight for custody of his child. Through, through arm, arm wrestling. <laughs> through arm wrestling. Yeah. Take that as you want. No, it's, it's a surprisingly so... good movie. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> is it though? <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, I, I, guess, mean... I guess. Yeah. Cause, cause... As far as 80s movies goes. Yeah, because uh, my girlfriend and I yeah. watched it oh, really? recently. Oh, yeah. Does it hold one, up? That's I one of my favorite movies. <laughs> and um, and just the kind of the storyline. Yeah. She, after, after we watched it, yeah. she was like, that was actually pretty good <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. so maybe you should give it a try Kahai. you should watch over the top it is it's yeah. uh yeah it's yeah movie. movie recommendation we should do yeah. a movie recommendation every I'm now so... and then you blow on the ground <laughs> presents over the top over I... the top <laughs> too like when i when i shoot my bow i shoot outside i shoot yeah. in my in my backyard which is pretty big so mm-hmm. um and nobody's watching nobody cares but yeah. every time like i have my hat flipped backwards mm-hmm. i'm just like walking to get my arrows and if i don't remember it i kind of like feel embarrassed before i, I turn it back <laughs> like, oh, oh no i gotta turn you it. like look around and then like I'm turn, looking, turn your hat i'm looking <laughs> too cool right now i'm not i'm not shooting I, I yeah. as if a person shooting a bow in their backyard isn't already <laughs> like yeah. so- Something that you would be like, what is that guy doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I've been called out a few times. Already, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, um, you said it was a two-parter? Uh, yeah, oh, I was going to say something else, too. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, one, like, you, it, it is it is true that you don't, there isn't, like, songs specifically made for, mm-hmm. like, floating or anchoring yeah, or anything, yeah. really. But a song that I, I think of that might, it might help if you, like, anchor is, like, songs like, um out of my league right because like that finger picking it's it's yeah. a pattern but it's not it's like not... a set pattern yeah. and then you gotta getting do... melody lines yeah and you have to do like two strings at once too yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. like that kind of those those things where it's like a little bit it's more good, complex good than mm-hmm. arpeggios yeah, uh, you might want to check that out like out of my league that's so oh, that's old school that's going yeah. all the way back to single digits Deep cut. double mm-hmm. double digits <laughs> yeah um, okay, and, and then the next part of his mm. question was, um, uh, my main question is about how you can get better accuracy when you are mixing picking and strumming. Mm. Uh, an example of something I just can't get right is the Johnny Cash style alternating single bass notes with strumming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, when you go from a strum to a picking part, how do you make sure you hit the right position? I can't anchor because of the strumming, but without it, it's a bit hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any tips? I figured it might just need a lot of practice, but unlike most things that I've tried to learn, I never seem to reach a point where this becomes automatic and re- reliable. Mm-hmm. After a few bars, I always mess it up, especially 
if I pick up the speed a bit. Mm-hmm. So. Well, from what it sounds like, if he's saying like, oh, after a few bars that I do it, it means that you can do it, you know? So if you're already, you know, uh, in the groove of, of doing that, te- that technique, for those of you folks who don't know, it's kind of like this. Where you're kind of picking and then strumming at the same time. Or alternating between picking and strumming. Sounds like something that that kind of style would sing. Anyway, um, with that, uh, because it sounds like you already kind of you know you already kind of know what uh, know what to do or know how to do the technique. It, it is just a lot of you know a lot of practice. And don't knock it till you try it, but like slow it down and then um then kind of build up you know build up speed. That's that's the only way that you're going to kind of get accuracy and consistency. Because if you can kind of like build up to it. And one this, one of the things too that you kind of yeah, one of the things that you got to keep in mind it's basically still a down up down up down up down up down up strum. It's it's going this fast, okay? And that's what we kind of tell you guys to twist your wrist because what you're doing with your thumb it's it's a down strum, mm-hmm. and then you're kind of bringing it back up again to do another down strum. So so watch it goes down with the thumb, lifting it up. And then down. So it's kind of doing like doing a down, down strum. You're just skipping that up. So down, then up, down. So. And then here, well, if we kind of alternate to the G. So for the G, I hit the down on the G. And I actually hit the up with my pointer fingers. So down, oh sorry, C, down, G, up, down, up, C, down, G, up, down, up. But notice that my hand is still doing that down, up, down, up, down, up. So as long as you can keep this consistency of down, up, down, up, down, up, maybe start from there. You know, if you don't want to do the slow too fast or like, oh, you know, just practice for like five weeks or something, then you'll get it. If that's like, um, if that's not going to work for you, then, then try this out. It's really just... If you get this groove, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up. And you want to just kind of align it with that groove. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're, 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 uh, just working on accuracy Mm -hmm. after that. Your, your, uh, your wrist is still the same. Mm -hmm. It's still doing this kind of pulse, Mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, stem from there. Go from here and then work your way up to your fingers. But really, it's just this. So if I took away all those uh, all those pickings, it's still the same. It's it is like a kind of a guitar technique that mm-hmm. like a lot of people hear and then they're like oh I want to do it on ukulele mm-hmm. but the thing about taking it to ukulele mm-hmm. is if you play a high G it's a little bit harder because you're aiming for that low C right mm-hmm. where with guitar like 
your fingers will probably like your thumb will probably mm-hmm. hit the lowest note anyways mm-hmm. so it's like way easier to be less accurate on guitar mm-hmm. yeah. than it is yeah. to or be- low g yeah yeah yeah, you could do that uh but like kind of uh if you're doing it and you feel like oh man i hit the the g or i hit another one of the strings Mm -hmm. like mm, people probably won't notice like as long as you keep playing Mm -hmm. and it's like one of those techniques where it's nice if you're accurate but it's not like the end of the world if you're not and it's probably better if like you don't focus on that Mm -hmm. and you just keep trying to keep it Almost like uh, just keep it steady. Yeah. Like if you keep it steady, you'll probably uh, be more accurate anyways than if you're just like trying to like, ah, oh, I got to h- make sure I hit the C every single time. Mm. Like it's, yeah. it's also no- also I think um, <clears throat> I, I know you mentioned before like playing in the dark. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So like I, you don't have to necessarily play close in the your dark. Eyes. You can even close your but eyes. You, yeah, yeah. If you the, like. If you don't look at your ukulele mm-hmm. and just do Go it by more feel. by feel, mm-hmm. I think you'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sensei. Yeah, yeah sensei. <laughs> Trust your No, because well, like, I do that a lot. Um, yeah. Like, you know, when we're... if In mm-hmm. the rare event that I actually have to do a picking, like, yeah. like that uh, Sunday morning or something uh-huh. like that. Like, anytime that I'm thinking about it, I mess up. <laughs> and then every, anytime that I do it, it by go. feel, like, mm-hmm. just by, you know... Mm-hmm. Because my fingers know where to go. Right. It's just that I have to trust that they do, you know. <laughs> so it's it, some some of it is that too, because um because yeah I'm not very good at like you know actual picking mm-hmm. or like finger picking like I, but if I do it by feel and don't worry about it as much, it yeah. usually comes out just better. Do. Yeah. yeah. Just- yeah, I mean, same thing with with anything. If you uh, and we tell people this, like on on some of the new workshops that we've been doing lately, is that like if you think about the strumming pattern, that's like when things kind of get messed up and yeah. stuff. Yeah. If you um, you know, if you think about like the what lyrics you're gonna be you're gonna be singing, that's like it's gonna get messed up. You know, <laughs> yeah. if you just but if you just sing the song, like don't even think about it. Just like as if you were in your car, because for some reason when you're in your car, you know all the words. <laughs> yeah, you know. But then like when you're on stage, it's like oh my god, what is it? next verse yeah, you know I like remember the yeah start. I, what, what is it you know but or like if you're in the shower you just know everything you know uh, um but yeah it, it's, it's kind of like that so you just have to be like elsa and just let it go hi we had a frozen reference uh, yeah i, mean, I <laughs> suppose so. the coming out i saw that saw that uh, <clears throat> uh I, I was saying <laughs> okay gotta say this there's nothing to do with ukulele <laughs> but you guys made a frozen 2 reference months months back months uh, back uh-huh. and i thought you guys were joking <laughs> like <laughs> that there's a frozen 2 is just kind of like haha straight to straight to video you know uh-huh. kind of kind of movie and stuff like yeah i guess so frozen's probably good they're probably on frozen 4 by now straight to you know straight to home video kind of thing and then um there's like a new trailer that got released like a day or two ago and stuff i'm uh-huh. like what Frozen 2 is this a real is, thing. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. It has nothing yeah. to do with anything, yeah. but I, I just dismissed it as if it was like a joke, but I'm like, oh no, it's, it's happening. Kind of like when someone told me like, oh, there's an Angry Birds 2 movie. It's like, or or the Angry Birds 1 movie. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's, that can't be real. Like that's, and then lo and behold, there's the Angry Birds movie. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. And then the Emoji movie. I was like, that can't be yeah. real. And then there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, was the guitarist hmm. Wes Montgomery? Yes, <laughs> yes. So Wes that, Montgomery. That's, a, uh, that's yes. kind of like yeah. a long. <laughs> yeah. See, we don't know everything. Wait. 
you know? for that jazz guitarist <laughs> that plays with his thumb. Yeah, that's that's all. Yeah, West Montgomery, like he just kind of you know like does this technique and does a lot of um, those parallel octaves. That's kind of how he you know started doing that uh, that technique. Where the... Like he didn't want to wake people up and stuff, so he yeah. just practices electric guitar, which is already like a quiet Side guitar and stuff. Thumb. And kind of did um, did stuff with his thumb. So, and people are like, "Yeah, hey, why would you do that? Why won't you use a pick or whatever? Like crank it up to eleven? It's like no, people are sleeping, you know." So, uh, West Montgomery, good stuff. Uh, Jake actually has a uh, huh. We haven't had that button in a long time. <laughs> Fun fact, uh, Jake. Big fan of Wes Montgomery. Um, that's kind of how he, you know, did the the, the uh, parallel octaves oh, and stuff. That's yeah, where that's, he that's from, got it from. from Wes Montgomery. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, we had this discussion before, and he wrote a song called "Wes on Four on one of his albums, uh-huh. and that's a uh, kind of a tribute to a uh, Wes Montgomery. Oh, wow. The song's called "Wes on Four, and um, it was part. Uh, I first heard that song as part of um, the. Like the the kind of art of ukulele, I forgot what that show was called, but it was like him, Peter Moon, um, Kelly Boyd, uh, Kelly Boyd de Lima, yeah, those uh, those those three dudes and stuff, and they were kind of doing uh, doing like all like their own segments, and one of the segments that Jake did was West on Four, and like, what I'm, is this song? <laughs> like, this I I know we uh, we mentioned that before, and yeah. that's one of those things where it's kind of like. Uh, it's hopefully somebody puts it up online, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, I mean, I have, I think I have a videotape of it, and I don't know how to put take video like yeah. VHS videos <laughs> into like uh, you know into a digital format. How do you how do you do that? I'm, I don't know how to. I don't know. How, I'm sure people are like, ah, oh, you just use this thing. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I have a bunch of videos that like. <laughs> pure heart videos from like you know uh, mm. anytime they were on tv i basically i was super obsessed with like anything that i could consume that was like ukulele you mm-hmm. know like back then it's not like youtube now where it's like you just search up for ukulele there's like a billion videos like uh, uh, you know all about ukulele before it's like you would have to wait and then they're like oh hot hawaiian nights on whatever on yep. thursday or friday nights and stuff it's like okay who's who's gonna be on do they have an ukulele it's like okay cool <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll take that you know yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I've been working on the Pua Olena uh, yeah. solo. So, I, like, I've been looking up, like, uh, the song on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. And what was cool is, like, Island Rhythms, like, their Hot Hawaiian Nights. Oh, yeah? Somebody put it up. And oh, I was cool. like, how did you even get this? This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, however must, you did that, I would like to know. <laughs> it must it must have been, like, somebody like you who just, like, yeah. recorded VHS and then ripped yeah. it or something. But it's, like, yeah. incredible that it, that's on YouTube yeah. now. It's... It was cool. What I really liked, um, there was that episode with uh, with with Jay Kelly Boy and um, and Peter Moon. They did Pandanus. It was like oh. the first time that I've ever heard the song Pandanus, and I'm uh-huh. like, this song is amazing. I gotta <laughs> learn this song. This song is so good. And like, you know, I, I've always known that Peter Moon was really good, and, and I've I've heard like Sunday Manoa and all his like you know legendary pickings like Kavika. For those people mm-hmm. who know Kavika, the the Jake cover, it was a cover by Kyle Critter Boys first. And the original was um, was Peter Moon. He made that like uh, it was back then considered like the Hotel California of, of ukulele. Like if you mm-hmm. knew that picking, it's kind of like knowing the guitar picking to Hotel California. That was the equivalent of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, but you know, I 
I didn't really know like to what extent like how good Peter Moon was until like I saw him jam Pandanus. Like, uh-huh. That guy's really good. And he's like jamming next to Jake. And back then Jake was like infallible for me, you know, or, like uh-huh. Jake was the guy. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, man, this this old man's catching up to Jake. <laughs> <laughs> and then I educated myself and I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah. that's who that guy that's is. <laughs> that's who that is. Yeah. What is what is that that meme where it's like I'm about to make this this person's career. <laughs> like Peter Moon can probably yeah. like Peter Moon is just like I'm about to make this whole like <laughs> 20 generations of musicians in Hawaii's careers because so many people like base their their songs or yeah. do stuff based off of mm. him and his band. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's like crazy. He he really is like one of those people that, and it's crazy now that people like yeah they know Jake mm. like they know Jake's version of mm. Kovika, but mm. they don't know. Kyle Crater Boys, or they don't know Peter it was, Moon. It was stuff. good. It was a good lineup. Um, Peter Moon, I, I think everyone played one song each, and then they played Pandanas together. And like, I think that's from what I remember. Uh, Peter Moon played his version of Fur Elise. Like, he did like uh, an ukulele solo in the beginning with like the guitar kind of playing in the background. And then, like, um, and then it kind of built up to this like kind of almost loungy, like kind of. Uh, um, not tropical, but kind of like Latin feel, you know, mm-hmm. like a furry lease. I'm like, this is this is freaking cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, of course, Kelly Boy did uh, Masese. He did uh, Masese for his stuff because it's kind of like saying here's like kind of the classical guy playing ukulele and, and doing Hawaiian songs and whatever you know, classical ukulele, which is Peter Moon, and here's like a vocalist, um, which is Kelly Boy de Lima, and then here's like a new guy that's kind of taking the ukulele to new heights. I think that was the whole. Like um uh the whole premise of, of the of the show, uh Jake did um West on four and then they all jam pandanas together and it was like two songs that I've never heard Jake play ever. I'm like, what is this? Because West on four didn't come out until way afterwards, like in a, in a maybe third al third or fourth album or something like that. I I don't remember, but West on four wasn't wasn't available when that thing aired, and he was using his super concert ukulele. Uh, it was like another. It's it's so it's such a rare video. Like I want, I have it. I'm gonna figure out how to how to digitize 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 yeah. it, and um uh, and I'm gonna post it up for people. Yeah. As soon as I figure out how to do that, I'm gonna post up that video because that's I have like a VHS or a few VHS like that I refer to as like the ukulele bibles. That's like like you these are like the quintessential like videos. That you you have to be obsessed with in order to you know really get into ukulele and those I have in my collection. <laughs> I it it's always cool to hear people kind of talk like that or like stuff like that because uh, I think there is like a picture of like Michael Phelps mm-hmm. with like uh you know it's like a little kid like who's a swimmer and they're mm-hmm. taking a picture like oh thanks for taking a picture with yeah. me. And that kid went on to like beat Michael Phelps like oh, later really? on or something. Yeah. He got good enough really? to, to beat him. It's crazy. So it's like cool that you have like this is like mm. oh like I have this video of Kelly Boy yeah. and Jake and stuff. And now you like you know Jake yeah, and Kelly I'm, Boy too. Yeah, huh. yeah that's so. true. Kelly Boy. Uh, fun fact: I think I told this before and stuff. Like um, he's now a Kanileo player. Uh, at Kanileo, I have my own stash of like. Of, uh, of wood sets that I kept for myself, and um, so they they make yeah your ukulele. They make my ukulele, like the, the ukuleles that you play that I play. Yes, it's out so, of those those yep, sets of wood, those sets of wood. And like, um, I was a big fan of this one log, and that's why they set set log fifty and log eighty aside for all Aldrin models and Aldrin 
like just my stuff in general. Like, so if you buy an Eldrin ukulele, it's either Log 50, those are the first ones that came out, then Log 80, which is um, like the second batch of Eldrin Guerrero ukuleles. It's, it's that uke in the back. Yeah. Yes, that's Log 50. Exactly. Right over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um, you know, Kelly Boy comes into uh, comes into Kanilea, and uh, like Joe's like, okay, well, what about this one, or what about this, you know, wood set? He's like about to make his uh, his his custom ukulele, and then Kelly Boy's like, oh, what about that one? He, he sees my like my little cubby hole with like my stuff. In it. He's like, what about that? I was like, oh, uh, this is like Aldrin set, and like I get a phone call from Joe, and uh, and Joe's like, oh, Aldrin, someone wants to, t- to talk to you real quick. I was like, oh, okay, okay. And Kelly Boy comes on the phone. He's like, hey, brother, uh, this is Kelly Boy uh, from Atena. I was like, okay, be still, my beating heart. <laughs> uh, um, hey, man, how's it how's it going? He's like, oh, uh, I was taking a look at some of these wood sets that you got. Oh, I uh, I can I can sample one set. I was like. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, sure. That, that's <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no big deal. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's, it's cool. You can, you can take one. So he's like, ah, oh, Mahalo's brother. And then like when it finally came out, and then um he so he like he knows me now. Like we're we're, we're friends now and stuff. He's like, oh, there's my Uke brother. Like you know, it's like yes, we are Uke yeah. brothers. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. so, I come from the same log and stuff. And it's one of those things that kind of like you you know you said like oh that little kid beat Michael. I didn't beat Kelly Boy in any way, but it's no, kind of like no. I feel yeah. like we're colleagues now. You know, uh-huh. instead of like. Oh man, like this. You're just a fan. Like yeah, a super I have VHS as a, you know, yeah. I'm like stored in my parents' yeah. house and stuff. That's like and, that I used to watch religiously, like mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, I think they 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 when they show that picture mm-hmm. of like that little kid next to Michael yeah. Phelps, they show like another picture where they're like shaking hands <laughs> at like the medal award ceremony. So it's like kind of the same thing. Yeah, like yeah, you, you just have those those things from before and then now you like you actually yeah, it's know cool. them because um like the last time we we even played a show to, yeah we played a bunch of shows together um the last time we we shared a stage together was uh uh Olakaina, which was last year well almost uh, almost a year ago actually at the hawaii theater so it's like being at hawaii theater being on that stage and sharing that stage with like kelly boy delima it's it's it was really cool you it's, know I'm a, <laughs> i think what's cool fanboy's dream come true <laughs> I think what's uh, one of the coolest things that we might have like put out um, mm-hmm. in the past few years is like you, Willie K, and um, Carly, Carly, yeah, yeah playing cool. together, yeah, three different generations, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's the same thing too, mm-hmm. and and I know Carly like says like, oh, I'm really so stoked to be playing with these guys because yeah. like I look up to both of them. <laughs> And, and then she like kills it too. Is like, yeah. oh my gosh, pro, pro. She's a pro. She's yeah, a pro. it's like, oh, we're we're leaving it in good hands. Like, just take it, good Carly. Stuff. And you know, like the more more videos I watch from her and stuff, like she, the more like solo she's taking recently. It's like, mm-hmm. man, she's, she's getting better. She's and better. getting so good. Yeah, it's as if like she wasn't already good. Yeah. You know, like yeah. with her vocals and her chord choices too and stuff. And now he mm-hmm. said she's playing guitar. And it just really, really, really reminds me of uh, of, of Amy Winehouse. Because Amy Winehouse, people don't know, but she's an amazing guitar player. If you mm-hmm. watch, like, mm-hmm. earlier videos of Amy Winehouse, like, she used to play live, like, with her guitar. And she wasn't playing, like, G, like, straight up mm-hmm. G, D chords. She's playing jazz chords because she, she was a huge fan of jazz from mm-hmm. back in the day. I think and she's, like, a great well, guitarist. Yeah, so Carly's, like, following that footsteps. So she's playing some nice, like, nines and 13 chords and stuff. It's, like... Well, like, I think even, knows. like, Questlove, he mm. said that like, oh yeah, Amy introduced me to a bunch of mm. like jazz that yeah. I would have never known about. Uh-huh. Like, so even somebody who's like as much of a like music lover, mm-hmm. like yeah, that just shows like Amy Winehouse was like, mm. oh yeah, you you should check out these things. <laughs> and I, I feel like Carly is the same thing too. Like, 
And, and yeah, her song choices, like because <laughs> yeah. like, we're trying to collaborate again. <laughs> it was it was funny what like at Nam when Carly was like singing and stuff. Yeah, because there would be like a group of people just standing around them, yeah. and I'd be like videotaping or whatever, and they they would say, "Oh, who is this girl? Like how how old is she? Like yeah. What, yeah. what's she going was like on? 15, 16 at the time or something?" Yeah, and, and you could see like reps or like people like calling over other people yeah. too, like being like, yeah. "You gotta check out her, yeah. this girl." Yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Good. Ah, do we have any qu- other questions? We really only answered that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we that, that was the only tangents. one we had from mm. last week. So pretty much, yeah. Yeah. It's. I've been. A, I mean, I. I'm sure the people who listen to this podcast kind of know already. I'm like obsessed with the ukulele from like the get go. I was a huge fan from like from from back then, and you know, it's just I haven't. I haven't lost it one bit because like every time like a hero of mine would like hit me up or or I meet and stuff, I'm all I always revert back to that boy like that uh, that used to like tape hot Hawaiian nights on his VHS. It's like it, it's always really 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 cool whenever I meet like some uh, some people. even like non ukulele players like um I know Noel Okimo- uh, Okimoto plays for uh plays drums for for Jake and has played drums on Jake's albums and stuff and he plays with them live and Dean Taba and stuff plays bass for him so um. I went to uh, I went to a show where uh, where it wasn't like an ukulele show, but um, Noel Okiboto was uh, was playing drums, and I was like so like excited to meet him. I'm like, <laughs> oh man, what was it like playing with with Jake? And and the, how about how about your solo for uh, for for Spain? It was so good, you know. Like it's one of those like and going to Dean Tob and Dean Tob I met before, but I'm not like. I don't know if he like knows me because he knows Mike. He knows Mike Odo because um, they're bass players and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's like remember that. Man, that solo that you did, that, like you know, kind of like Chris Farley he, he in totally SNL. Doesn't you know? remember? Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, uh, I think so. I think that was, it was like, yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, really cool. <laughs> Chris Farley, yeah. SNL character. Yeah, like when he met like a uh, uh, Paul McCartney or something. <laughs> like, remember when you were with the Beatles? <laughs> that was cool. That's cool. It's kind of like that where I'm like, remember when you played? Bass for Jake's album. <laughs> that, was, that was super cool. <laughs> I just, yeah, I was a huge, like, huge nerd, like ukulele nerd back then. I just saw an interview with uh, Paul McCartney and uh, Stephen Colbert was interviewing mm-hmm. Paul McCartney, and it was funny because like uh, they had a picture of uh, Paul and John together, yeah. and he's like, "Do you got? Do you know what song you guys are working on in there?" And Paul just like looks at him, he's like. <coughs> No, do you know what song I'm working on with that picture? <laughs> kind of creepy. Yeah, it's like, uh, no, no. So, it, it, yeah, it's just, it's just funny when, when, or like uh, the fact that you would go up yeah. to people and be like, oh, you remember this? And it's like, yeah, yeah, that I played drums then or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Or I mean, like when I first, uh, one of the first times I met, I met Jake, or like one of the times that we were kind of hanging out together and stuff. Um, it's like, oh, why don't why don't we play this song? It's like, okay, cool, I know how to play that song. It's like, oh, um, can you do that like that solo that you did in like in that one video that I saw? He's like, um, I'll try. Remember. I mean, it was a kind of like this. I was like, no, no, it was like this. Like, and I kind of show you do it note for note, like you know. And he's like, oh, exactly okay, but what he improvised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, 
I get that nowadays too. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. so funny that like, hey, um, I know you said uh, just like improvise, improv on like on Europa and stuff, but uh, can you like note out exactly what you did? I was uh, like, I don't know what I, you, I don't yeah. know what I did. Can you right. it out, please? A uh, more recent one, right? Yeah. It was like, oh, can you do the the same thing you did at Little Wing in Little Wing <laughs> that you, you played for the yeah. play along? That, so, yeah, that one time. <laughs> and it was just like, oh. I, I don't know. Like I've jammed Little Wing. At, like must be thousands of times now, you know. I don't, I don't yeah. know which one well, time. Well, that like... one, that one is tough too because I've tried tapping out the, mm. the exact thing that yeah. you <laughs> you did, and I can't get the timing right. Yeah, you know, mm. it's just such a such a free form mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. solo or like you know intro. Yeah, I just I can't do it justice it through tab. <laughs> so. Sorry, so like, sorry for everybody who's yeah, been asking. And so people that ask me that and stuff, like I, I just, I just smile only because, like, man, that's that's the kind of you know, like that, that's the kind of fire that I had like back then, where I'm like, hey, can you can you play that one solo from that that episode of Hot Hawaiian Nights? <laughs> you know, it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, oh, it's it's cute, it's cute, it's really it's really cool because that's that was me. I was like kind of bright eyed, like just, oh, can you? Can you do this? Well, it kind of sounds like, and there have been people like I've met like festivals like, oh, it kind of it goes like this. Like, let me show you how it goes. I'm like, mm-hmm. that sounds like something I would do. Like, yeah. you know, that sounds like it's definitely that's something definitely I would those do. are no those are my notes. <laughs> you know, who yeah. maybe Jim Jim in the in the chat was that? And maybe he could tab it out. If, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Little Wing. Yeah. The intro to Little Wing. People mm. keep asking about that. Press the Dominator button. Maybe I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> not. Break Dominator out of uh, out of retirement. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I'm not good enough mm-hmm. at figuring out um, how to how to notate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know what numbers mm-hmm. and In what, what string. Yep. Yeah, you're you're hitting, but to do it musically, like, you know, through musical notation, because that's how all the tab programs work, mm-hmm. right? You, you, have, you to have to have use the musical mm-hmm. notation and it has to kind of fit within each measure. Yeah. Like, I I know the feel of it, but I can't for the life yeah. of me figure out how many <laughs> dotted, like, 16th <laughs> notes or whatever it has to be. Or, or if it's like a dotted 16th to like a regular 16th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then it yeah. has to equal up to four in yeah. a measure so, yeah. somehow. Sometimes I like are just doing some tabs for like the solos. I'm like, this is a Hawaiian song. Why? Do- yeah. I'm gonna just like mm, it's kind of like that. Like yeah. all the ones land at least. Like that's what I know. Like and it'll get you there. So you kind of just gotta write it. It's like oh, this is as best I can do it. And some people are like oh, how come you didn't put in like all the strumming and stuff? I'm like it looks so bad already. Like there's just too much information going on that if you like, add too just, much, uh, it's just not even. It's um, not helpful. legible. Yeah, like you, it's hard to read. So it's yeah. just like kind of a give and take where you gotta tap mm. out, you know, the necessary parts and stuff. Yeah, the lines. Mm. yeah. yeah. Mm. There's like a bunch of stuff that you did for pool and on that. I'm just like, ah, no, these are the the melody notes. <laughs> oh, these oh. are the main parts. So I'm, I'm spoilers, <laughs> pool. <Lena. laughs> yeah, when when yeah, I when yeah. I tap out, like my main concern is like, will people be able to learn from this and will mm. they be able to play using this? Mm. And as long as that I get that, I'm kind yeah. of like. Good. Yeah, that's I gotta good. just that's, do that's that. That's the mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's good. Man. As much as people want other stuff, it's just like, ah, sorry, I gotta do that. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of like other like fanboy kind of things that that I did. I the, I remember 
I was, I believe, Reno. There's, um, there's that performance in Reno where we played Little. Because speaking of Little Wing, I played it um, with with James Hill, um, Mike Powers, and Brittany Paiva. Was there anybody else? I think those are the, you know, those those were the uh, those are the players. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> I already originally just wanted to play with that with 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 James like I asked James to you know to kind of play and stuff but it's kind of tough when you're backstage you know and you're like I know I know this is starting to sound like a first world problem it's kind of tough when you're backstage with all these great anyway like (laughs) so uh, I'm trying to practice with James because we're just like okay let's let's run this like I want to do that and stuff and like you know Brittany Paiva and Mike Powers is kind of like watching it's like oh are you guys gonna do that I'm like oh do you, you guys want to join in and, you know, that's cool I guess like I guess we all could play this song but you know I'm like I just want to play with James really but <laughs> it's like I yeah yeah you guess Mike you can go I mean that's cool Mike, you can you can play with us too that's cool Brittany you you might as well come and and and, and play too and stuff but um. <clears throat> My point being, I go up to uh, I go up to James and like, hey, because um, uh, James Hill, his version of Little Wing for me is the best instrumental version of that song. That and that that's why you wanted to yeah. play it with yes, him, right? Yes, like it's because you knew mm-hmm. that version. That yeah. version was the was the version that inspired me to play it on the ukulele because I used to play that song exclusively on electric guitar. I never thought like you know of, of playing Little Wing on the ukulele until I heard James Hill do it. Mm-hmm. And James Hill plays it like uh, you know like solo wise. I'm just like, okay, cool. Why don't I just kind of um, take the uh, the Jimi Hendrix version and kind of make it for mine. But I wanted you know I wanted to play that with him, and I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. I've listened to that record many 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 times and stuff. I've uh, you know I can kind of play that with with James. It's gonna be great. But um, since we brought everyone else in, it's just kind of like, okay, well, like uh. 20 minute long like little like instrumental little wing is gonna be a little bit too much so i'm like why don't we do the original key original version and whatnot and it's kind of like straight away from like oh, it's me james's thing <laughs> you know and um and even more so because he uh james is like well we have three ukulele players already so i'm gonna if you don't mind i'm gonna use my slide ukulele and i'm like yeah i guess that's cool i guess slide uke is cool but you could I just really wanted to play that version from your album, you know, yeah, like yeah. whatever. And I kind of wanted to hear you play. Yes, it. yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that's regular cool. ukulele. Like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Like a slide duke is fine, James. <laughs> you know, like it was. I was reverted back to that kind of fanboy like kid. I was like, I just want to play this like with my ukulele hero, James Hill. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, but it was cool. You know how like it turned out great actually. Uh-huh. Like me, uh, Brittany, Mike Powers, and um. And and James Hill, we we played that song, and it's one of those that like ever since I played it at at Reno that way, I've begun to play with a bunch of players, you know, like that same exact way where like we all kind of take solos and mm-hmm. stuff and repeat the second verse, take more solos, and then end, you know, like I've done it with like Kalei Gamiao, like and then with Jake and stuff, all these and you know, all these guys playing Little Wing together, so it became like due to that experience, it kind of became a uh, like my own thing instead of like I want to play this song with James. So it's, a happy ending to it but I, james if you're watching if you're listening you're probably not watching this <laughs> thing i would love to play that song i'd love another crack at that version of uh, i think it was in a flying leap thing uh, yeah a flying leap i think it was in that uh that that album little wing best instrumental version of little wing ever i'm not saying that jason arimoto's little wing is not good because it is great but james hill flying leap little wing 
Awesome. <laughs> it's a duet, like with himself and stuff. He did like regular uke and a um, like a, kind of like I think he was using a risa, like a risa electrical ukulele, mm-hmm. and it was really really cool. Check it out. Well, we we wanted to do Little Wing with Jason, right? Mm-hmm. Just because we knew he could yeah. like bring that blues Rip feeling it, too. Yeah. So, and like something that we like, uh, or he did Gravity, right? And mm-hmm. I, I know, like, uh, we were just like talking once, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. Like, how do you think you can do gravity justice on the uke? And yeah. you were like, well, Jason did it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Jason is a beast, man. He's he's so good. I can't wait to collab more with Jason. Jason is another one of those people who is just like, um, or like Carly, right? Yeah. Where it's just like, where does this come from? Because, Jason, <laughs> you're such a happy person, but you can sing like, You've been hurt deeply. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he's like this Asian kid who got a doctorate and stuff. Yeah. Like it's, you don't know hard times at all, Jason. <laughs> who owns a small coffee shop with ukuleles in it and stuff. It's like, what do you what do you know about the blues, Jason? <laughs> he's just super relaxed. And like every time we see him, I think like we, we went and we filmed with him. And then we went to Nam. Mm-hmm. And at Nam... Him and Patrice are like, oh, we got you goodie bags. It's like, oh, thanks, Jason. Yeah, sure. yeah, they're like, oh, before you guys head out, uh, come by the shop so we can make you like something special. And it's like they took like a uh, you know those single serve cinnamon toast crunch, and then they put like like uh, cold pressed coffee on it. So it's like a coffee cinnamon toast crunch. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like man, that's. You guys are too nice. <laughs> you yeah, guys are, you guys are too nice, especially Patrice. They're, Patrice yeah. is an angel. Because <laughs> yeah. then they're like, "Oh, uh, we're usually not here this early, but come on, come over early because mm-hmm. we know you guys have to leave yeah. uh, before you guys leave, and then we'll make this for you." So yeah. it's just like, "Oh, what <laughs> yeah. is this?" And then we start eating. It's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah. If you guys are ever in the LA area, check out U Space. I mean, not just for ukuleles. For, uh, but also for coffee and for ukulele lessons. I know um, Jason does lessons there and stuff, and he does workshops, I, I believe, whenever people are in town and stuff. But U-Space, one of the coolest like ukulele shops that I've ever been to because it's a small shop, yeah. but they actually offer a lot, and it, it's really, really, really cool. It's in um, J- Japantown in L.A., right? Mm-hmm. Japantown, yeah. L.A., mm-hmm. U-Space. What is Tell him we sent you. He probably yeah. doesn't get any perks and stuff, but it's like, hey. And he doesn't pay us to say that. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. It's just yeah. We, we love just that a good story. guy. He's a good dude. <laughs> I think it's in the Japanese Cultural Center, right? Like it's a yeah. part of that. So if you look, up, if you don't know, something like that. Yeah, but like even that American Cultural Center. Yeah, I know we we've like sent other people to to a U space, and they said like, oh, I I ended up not getting a ukulele, but it was really fun just hanging out with Jason. Jason is like a really great guy. Yeah, yeah, all good dudes like over there and stuff. It's uh. It's a really cool space, so check that out. U space. Yep. Uh, anything else before we uh, before we wrap it up? Um, Sorry, excuse me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wanted to solidify the date, the due date for this um this challenge. Kahai, what is the date? Solid date. Give me a solid date. Uh, so what is it? What does it do for us? So for us, it's gonna be on the tenth. Mm-hmm. And then for everybody else, it's going to be on 
the yeah 17 okay so. 10th and the 17th for us is the 10th so if you guys want to hear our songs uh tune in on the on the 10th I'm, i mean i know you guys listen to every single one of it so it doesn't really matter right <laughs> but uh the 10th is when ours are due if you guys want to check out our our songs for this the 17th if you want to uh submit one of your own in time to uh to to win a prize because we're we're usually doing you know the prize drawing that, for uh, for the people who, who do the song challenge uh yeah that, that reminds me um we actually had mm. one person submit already yeah. before i could even put up like the guidelines oh, really? into the forum <laughs> Uh, that was Renee. Oh, cool! And uh, something Renee did a really good job with her song, awesome. where she she incorporated hot sauce and everything. Mm. Uh, but something that she she kind of did that she was like a little bit confused on was yeah. she got confused with the major seventh and dominant sevenths. Mm. So she used dominant sevenths instead of major sevenths. Mm. And I told her like, oh, it's no big deal. We'll we'll count yeah, it anyways. We'll uh, but just something that you guys might want to be careful of, like yeah. major seventh and dominant sevenths are a Two little different bit different. Things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dominant so, seventh is a half step lower, while major seventh um, is basically just a seventh. So what a dominant seventh is, so let's uh, explain this in C. So here is a C chord, right? So in C, if we were to put numbers in our C major scale, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? So here's the seven right here. And our chord is the one, three, and five. The first, the third, and the fifth note. So one, one, two, three. So these two, one and three. One, two, three, four, five, which is right here, this G string. So the C, E, C, E, G is your C chord. And we play this A string third fret because this eight is basically the same thing as a one. So if, if you play it here, if you play it here, if you play it here, those are all C chords because this A string then just becomes double of anything from up here. So this is a C chord. That's also a C chord. That's also a C chord. So if you're watching somebody, they're like doing this, like what is that fancy chord? It's like it's C. No big deal. Go to your go to your clubs or like next time they they bust out um, island style or something and everyone's doing the all the like mama's in the kitchen cooking. Nice. Bust all of these out. Mama's in the kitchen cooking dinner nice. People are like, oh snap! <laughs> what is that chord? Like, big deal. They're from glow on the ground. Anyway, so back to, so back to do the it, seven. Do it tastefully, though. Don't, yes. don't be yeah. annoying with it. Nah, just try them. Just don't. try them. Just, just, just do it. Just, yeah. just try them. Everybody else is filling <laughs> in everything yeah. else. I don't want somebody to be kicked out of their club and they're like, it's, <laughs> it's a little underground told me to do that. Yeah. I'm not crazy. <laughs> they said I could. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so um, let's let's go with the dominant sevens because the dominant sevens is everyone, what everyone is, is, uh, is used to. So what a dominant seven is, you take the seventh note and you... You flat it, flat it, you know, by by a half step. So you have the same one, one three, one three five. Remember, we said this was seven, and we're gonna flat it by a half step. So one, one three five. Oh, one three, one three five, one three five flat seven, which is a dominant seven. So, so this is a C seven. C seven. Everyone should recognize this yeah. chord right here. Zero 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 one. one. Okay, what a major seven is is basically taking the seven and not doing anything with it. Just playing, you know, uh, playing that seven with the one, three, five. So you have one, one, three, one, three, five, one, three, five, seven. That is a major seven. So this is a major seven. 
to that zero 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 two, two. and zero 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 one is C7. C7. Yeah. So C7. It's just easier to say C7 instead of saying C dominant 7 every time, you yeah. know? Like, so C7 is the widely common term for uh, for the C dominant 7. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's that's kind of what confuses yeah. a lot of people. Is mm-hmm, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, but it says like C7, but it's yeah. not the major 7. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a different. Yeah. When yeah. You, if it's going to be the major 7, you'll see it spelled out C M A J 7. Or like, C-M-A-J-7. Uh, yeah. Seven. yeah. yeah. So that's the major sevens that we're talking about. So uh, another example, you know, if we have a little bit, we have a little bit of time. Okay, so G. So here's a G chord, right? So here are the one, three, fives of G. There's the one. Here's the three. One, three. And here's the five. So it leaves here. But see, this one, this G is also the one. So you have one, one, three, one, three, five. Now this is basically eight. So if you take that by a half step, so you have C string second fret, E string second fret, and A string second fret. So instead of this with the E string third fret, you're gonna move that and just basically bar the bottom three strings. So you have one, one three, one three five, one three five major seven. Yeah. So that's and zero two 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 two. And in the same sense, where like if you flat that seven, so you have one, one. Yeah. People, just be careful. Just be careful. Just be careful. The thing I explained to yeah. Renee too, or I was like uh, talking to Renee about, is like I like to think of it like um, the dominant sevenths are like kind of feel more bluesy mm. and they feel like they push it in, yeah. like in a certain way, and the major sevenths kind of feel more mm. open and floaty. Like they don't necessarily need you to go mm. to the one or go yeah. to any yeah, like the, the between a major and a minor. Yeah, it's kind of a tweener chord. There's a tension wanting to go to the, uh, you know, to to the chord. Usually the four chord, yeah. whatever that's. Usually the four chord or the one chord. So this goes to the one chord. It's Wait, one. So like that's it's the, one. that's your dominant set. Yeah, C seven. Yeah, wants to go to the. I guess that's that the one of that. It's I'm if I continue on this route, it's just gonna get more confusing. Yeah. So let's just say, but, but yeah, C7, but C7, no, I was, like I was saying that the yeah. major seven is like in between a oh, major yeah, yeah, and a minor yeah. chord. Yeah, and so it kind of like it feels like it can float and it can feels like it can mm-hmm. stay there yeah. for like a really long time. Yeah, like, it can stand on its own if if you want it to. And it's like uh like waiting in vain. Rate uses yeah. like those major seventh chords. Yeah, and like. A lot of songs where it only has like two chords kind of uses those major seventh chords because there's just like so much you can do with yeah, just yeah. those two things. Like they could function as a minor or a major. Yeah. Whereas the the sevenths, like just the dominant sevenths, they yeah. have to go somewhere. Or it sounds like uh un- or Yeah. Yeah. All 
right, guys, that pretty much does it for another episode of Thursday Live Lessons. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for watching for all of our UU Plus subscribers. Um, and for those of you folks listening, thank you so much for downloading this as a podcast. Make sure to check out ukuleleunderground.com. Sign up for UU Plus to take your ukulele playing to the next level. And also to watch this podcast. Sign up for UU Plus. If you want to take uh, private lessons from yours truly, sign up for UU Plus. If you want to talk to uh, Kahai you know, on the daily, sign up for UU Plus. They could. <laughs> You could talk yeah. to Kahai like, yeah, if you want to. I guess you could talk to any of us if you really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, via you plus, you cool out on the ground. It doesn't even have to be plus, right? Um, right? Uh, you talk yeah. to a common man, right, Kai? You talk to a common man. Yeah, you, you can email us <laughs> at, at questions at Ukula Underground. Yes. That, everybody can do that. So, yeah. If yeah. you guys want to ask us questions for the live lesson, uh, the question that we answered today wasn't from like a UU Plus member. He was just like a yeah. normal member. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Or a uh, normal listener normal, normal watcher yeah. <laughs> he's so, a yeah. he's a person <laughs> yeah. he said he's been listening to the the podcast since it started so. all right on hey yeah. thanks buddy thanks so much for listening to our podcast thank you all all thank all of you for listening to the podcast and watching the uh watching the live version live feed of this hour live video of this podcast kahai works really 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 hard to make sure everything runs smoothly so how about a round of applause for kahai we don't we don't recognize the heroes in the show enough you know just kahai he was stressing out right before the show started we appreciate everything that you do and making the show run smoothly kahai thank you very much and we'll see you folks next time have a great one aloha